Today's daf is daf lamad aleph, and we uh, let's just go back a little bit over what we just did. It says, and we were talking about the piske aris. We said the piske aris is if you have a, a a number of vines, eleven of them, all against the wall, and then we said if the say the middle one breaks apart. Now, normally the end of an aris, we say that you're allowed to you only have to leave six tfachim. on the sides of the aris has to be four amot because it has a bit like a din of a karen, like like we said. However, we said in the case of a piske aris where it's nechrav beemtsa. It's not like a karachat a karam where you need 16 amot, but we said you need eight amot ve'od in order to plant in between. Otherwise, you couldn't plant it. Once you have eight amot ve'od, so eight amot and tafach, we said that then all you have to live is six tafachim and you can plant in the region in between those two remaining arisim, the, the five and five. Then we said, Now, it doesn't make a difference how this original arisk was formed, whether it was grapes and fence, fence and grape, the vines. Then after the middle part broke, you have the concept of an arisk firstly, meaning you can't plant within four from the sides of it, so parallel to it. And also you've got the din, as we've been Jamisha, of Piskeris. If there's not eight amot and a tefach in between, then you can't plant there. Then it says, Charav if the actual fence collapses, then we say, Ain Kanaris for Piskeris. Then it's now back to original single vines if that fence collapses. Why is that? That is because normally to have a vine, you need two rows of vines. Oh, sorry, a vineyard, you need a, or a din of a carom, you need two rows. And now you don't have the, the, the wall to give it a status of an aris. Now I've got a question. Rav Avodimi said, Achud the Rav Yossi, but he asked the following questions. What happens? Okay, I had original standard case of Piscaris, 11 vines against the wall, the middle one collapsed, the gap in between is not Eidamot, so therefore I can't plant, plant, plant in that space. And then the wall collapses. So then we said, what happens when the wall collapses? You don't have the din of Aris, and you don't have the din of Pisgah Aris. What happens if Chazar Benaya, or what happens if you then come and build the wall back again, that long wall that we have in the picture? It says, Atamar Chazar Koma, Koma. Do we say now that, um, the kind of phrases like it's all part of the question. Do we say now that, that the whole status of the Aris is returned and therefore also the din of the Piscaris. So just to explain and make it very clear, if I had five vines in a wall, a space, five vines in a wall, they're two, they're two separate arisim. Arisim, probably, yeah. They're two different, uh, these trellis vines. And you don't need to worry about the space in between as long as there's six tfachim spacing, they'll be fine. However, when you've got a piske aris, meaning originally 11 and one broke, then you need that eight amot and a tefach spacing. The question is, if they, we had the wall there, we had, and it gave it status of Piscaris. The wall collapsed and, it, and it's restructured. Do we go back to our status before that it now, it, so it retains that Piscaris, that if it's not Ada Monotepach in between, it's no good? Or is it like a whole new creation now? Obviously, it's got two RSM side by side. And that's the question, and it seems to be unresolved. Let's go. Mesa, uh, no, let's just stop this show for the moment. Um, let's go. Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan. Sir Saraf Rabbi Yochanan Ben Nuri Nagnigar. Nagnigar, I think it was Nagnigar. Whatever. That's one of place. Sorry? Niagara. Who? Never mind. Niagara Falls. Okay. That's the name of the place. So he came and burnt certain, certain uh, vines. Now the question is, what was the case? Masaraf. The case was a case of Piske Aris. So the Piske Aris is just spacing in between. So therefore, the fact that he burnt it must mean that he understands that this is a halacha of Moshe Messina, this is a Dindoraisa. 
Because if it was a dinder abanan, you don't necessarily go and burn it. We've seen that distinction before. You can have areas that are asal for plant, but you don't have, it doesn't make it asal. Reb Chia, however, has a different reading of the incident of Reb, than Reb Yossi did. Reb Chia says, B'Shem Reb Yochan, Ma'ise Shatsaraf, Reb Yochan, Benuri, Naganiga, which is, again, this place. Ma'ise Saraf, again, what happened? Ma'ise Saraf, Ben Ari, so what did he burn there? He burned, in that case, Ben Aris, Legeder. Not the case of a Pisca Aris, that's not necessarily a proof that it's that the writer, but the case of between the Aris itself and the Geder, the space in between, okay, between those vines and the fence. That's what's, that's what's the Oraisa, and therefore you can't derive anything from, from there's no Ma'aser to tell us what the status of Pisca Aris is, whether it's the Oraisa or the Rabbana. Let's continue. Amri Yossi, Rabbi Yaakov There was a Kasha that was, that was said before of Yaakov Baracha. Says, um, I understand why he had to teach us that Rabbi Yochanan went, went ahead and burnt these vines. In other words, why? Because we have divrei chachamim Because if you say the case was a case of piskearis, then it all makes sense. And that's why we had to highlight that it was Rabbi Yochanan went and burnt it. Because why? Because chachamim macholek on them. We'll learn in tomorrow's daf that they say that if you plant in piskearis, you don't have to burn it. That's chachamim. Ha, um, so therefore, if you say that the Mesa was where he went, and it's important, significant Mesa, he went and burnt the case of Piscares, it's to show, to assert his opinion. However, as in contrast to Chachamim. However, if you say the, the Mesa, the way Reb Chia read the story, was Benaris Legeder, Shesaraf, one second, Divrei Chachamim Chokin Alav. Why do you have to go, why is that such a, a momentous sort of a, a, a event? That would imply, you're you implying the Chachem Ucholek on him? Absolutely not. It seems to be everyone agrees. Bein what? Bein Aris Legeder is, uh, is, um, it would, is and it would be, uh, you'd have to burn. I mean, burn the, burn that which grew. Um, however, so we say, he didn't hear what? the Amar Rebbe Yaakov Aracha. He didn't hear what Rebbe Yaakov Aracha. He says, this is actually indeed a Machloki. Palgun Rebbe Yochanan Rebbe Shima Menlakish. We say Aris Atzmo. What's the status of an Aris itself? Meaning the din of an Aris is a Doraisa de Rabbanan. We say a contra Yochanan Asur u Mekadesh. Not only is it Asur, it's also Mekadesh, means if you plant the din of an Aris, you plant with it either between the Aris and the fence or close to the Aris. If you plant in that region, it is Asur and it would be out of the burner. However, Shimon Lakish says no Asur ve'enu Mekadesh. So, in other words, we find it's actually really a Machloket. We see Rabbi Yochanan Reshev Shemamet Lakish, whether Shlifi Chachamim, that is, whether we have a uh, and Reshev Sorry Shemamet Lakish is Shita Chachamim, if you like, in this context, um, whether uh, whether this Din of Aris is the Rais of the Rabbana. So therefore, the story you can say even the story was significant that he went to burn the case of Ben Aris Legeder because that's asserting the fact that Taso the Rais are in contrast to the Shira Chachamim, which is said expressed by Reshev Shemamet Lakish. Okay. That's the next case. Aris Yotzeh Menakoto. Just give me a sec. Uh, here. Aris Yotzeh Menakoto. Now, yesterday I promised to, to overcomplicate things, and, I, and actually I'm going to go back on that promise. Um, because as I showed, you, I showed you, there were so many other opinions from the Mishnah website, but let's just leave it as, a, let's just leave it as simple. Um, the, the reason why I'm bringing only one more opinion is because that's the opinion you see. Um, in, these two opinions are what you pro more popularly see when you, when you learn Mishnah, as opposed to all the other ones that I was going to show you, the Shittat Rosh and the like. And we said, what's this case of Arisayot Shehu Yotzeh Menakotel? So the, the, I guess the, the Bartonura's explanation, which is one on the left, is that you have a row 
and you've and you've got your vines. So normally our is five vines against the wall, but there seems to be that three against one corner of the the wall and two against the other with a with a spacing in between. Okay, that's how, and that's how the, that's that's a discussion of leaving a coin chachamim. You just have to leave six tvachim, whereas uh, whereas whereas it says it, it says uh, or you have to leave six tvachim you plant in between. And Rabbi Huda says you actually need four four amon. Um, however, there are lots of kashas on that in terms of the in terms of the, what's the definition of spacing when it comes to an aris. So that's why yesterday I explained it really like Rabbi Chaim initially explained it. Which he said that's shita to rush. Now that got me confused because some people say the picture on the left is a rush, while others say it's actually the picture on the right's the rush. So that's how we're going to explain it, like we explained it yesterday, um, which is as follows: which is basically got two perpendicular walls, three are on one wall and two are on the other. Okay, so your aris isn't normally. So the, what the Mishnah is teaching then is normally an aris is it has a status status of an aris, meaning five in a row, and therefore you have to leave dalit amot from it. Is only if they're all in a row. However, if they're sort of at a right angle, as you see in the picture, then it doesn't have the status of an aris. That's why the Mishnah, that's why the Mishnah says, all you have to leave is six tfachim, and then you can plant. Whereas Rabbi Yossi says you need dalad amot. Now we're going to explain exactly what all that is in a moment. Both shitot. So let's have a look. So aris zavit arba tfachim makom. Now what's this arba tfachim makom? So let's, let's, let's go to the shitah chachamim. Now what this means is, is let's say, if you can see in the picture on the on the uh, on the left hand side, you've got your three in a row, and the wall extends a little bit further out. If the wall that extends out goes very very far, like the picture on the left, then we say all you need to do is leave six tfachim from that last vine, and then you can plant. However, what the chiddush here, what the Mishnah saying, Kol Reb Chaim explains it: if the rest of the wall after the last vine is actually less than four tfachim. Then it's almost the wall has a status of those vines because it's trellised against it, and therefore you delete to leave six tfachim from the end of the wall, not from the last vine. You hear? So, in other words, what the what what the Gemara is teaching us here with these very you know few words, which says Bushe bekaren zavit arba tfachim kedemakom. The way Rav Chaim explains it is, is that, that, that it's, it can be that the extension of the wall, the wall at the end, can actually, in certain situations, be considered like part of the vines that you need to leave for Tfachim from the end of so, the wall. So the, the, it is more or less like what I said, and I said it horizontal, I said it vertical, this is horizontal, like, yeah. like uh, Gideon Boyke, less than four is almost three already. And that, that's like that's, that's like part of the, of the whole, whole sukkah, the schach. And this is also part of the wall, part of the vine. Uh, yeah, yes, but here, here we've got a full wall. So the, the din of Gideon Bokimbo is that it's Mabatal the din Mechitza, right? That's why I didn't like using that terminology. No, but less than less than three is 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 good. You can leave yeah, it. Yeah, but here, but here it's opposite. In other words, no. if it's more no, on the right side, space. yes, but on the left yeah. side, where okay, the wall on the right, is yeah, on the left side, then you can basically say it's like part of the vine itself. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But, but there is yeah fine. Okay. So now. It says as for, uh, so I'm sure I'm, I didn't get I didn't see other person for sure other people uh, a cholic on this explanation but that's that's, that's where Rav Chaim explains it I'll read inside to make it clear 
He says, Kaya menit in the Tana Rishu Yotzemena Kotel Bekerem Zavit. Temutal is Roa Etzel Kotel, the Interichla Hik, Elash Shishat Fahim, and I give Fanim. All you have to do is leave from the last six, five hundred dollars. Or Komosh Pirashti Bamanitim. But Allah Amru, I'm not at saying. The Pamim Shemodim Shishfahim Misofa Kotel. Sometimes you have to measure from the end of the wall. The Makom Shacharvetzla Kotel. Battle a Kerem. That end of the wall can be considered battle to the Kerem, but Kerem, the Kerem dummy. Okay, that's provided as we said here. There's less than four tfachim to the end of the wall. Shein the makom chashuv bifnei atzmo. It doesn't have the status of a makom chashuv bifnei atzmo. Who ubatel la kerem? Therefore, it's battle to 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 it. Therefore, you're more dead from the end of the wall instead. Okay, let's continue. Now we if we go back to Shittot Rebbe Yossi. Now, why, why did Rebbe Yossi say here that you need to leave? It needs to be four amot from here to the end of the wall before you can actually plant. Uh, in that space. Chachamim said it doesn't have the case of a shitat aris, and therefore all you need is at least six fachim. Now you can't say that it's because he treats it as if it's considered has a din of aris, because we know from the end all you need to leave is six fachim. The din of aris leaving four amod is only from the sides, parallel to it. Okay, so what's shitat rebiosi? The Gemara explains is that's because if it's less than dalad amod, then what? Then it's considered as if it's um, uh, surrounded or, or, or closed in. Mukaf is expression we use. I can't remember. I just uh, slipped my mind. Um, anyway, that it's considered if it's closed in. It's much like the case we know shit at Rabbi elsewhere. That if you had a necka or a, or a chor, a, a hole, in, a, a small hole in the field, that if you and you had one vine in it, we said if there's not dalaramot, you can't plant in it. If there is Dalaramot within that space, then all you need to leave six Tfachim because it's a single vine, because otherwise we say it's no good because it's completely surrounded and closed in. Okay. So, in other words, what we find here is we have this status of being so called enclosed in if the wall itself is not Dalaramot. Okay. So that's why the Gemara says as follows Tanin and Hacha, Taman. We see Rabbiosi twice based on the same principle. So, why do we need both? Had we only taught Hacha, um, and not there. What's here and there? Sometimes is, is you know switch. Havina Amri would said hacha In other words, here it's accurate. It says tamantanin. Um, Amri and hacha would say here alidei shehi mahalechet. Sorry, shehi chil mahalachat aris atamar asur. In other words, had we only said this case, not the case of the neka, we would think that the reason why um, you you need to say in this case you need daladamot. From, from hidden under the wall is because it's relying on the fact that there's an aris, if albeit bent around the corner. However, taman However, there, in the case of a neka, since you've only got one geffen, maybe it's different. Maybe you wouldn't say it's a problem. That's when in the case of the of Rabiosi and the neka. Or if you taught that case, had we only taught the case of a Neka, where Rios is Machmir to say you need Dalad Amod, I would have thought it's only that case is Machmir because it's enclosed on all sides. It's in a hole. However, uh, so that's when you Atama However, here, all you've got is a single wall on the side and a vine on, uh, to, to, to one edge of it. So it's only really Megufaf if you call maybe maybe one, maximum two. Maybe in that case, that's why I need to teach both cases of Shittad Rebiyosi. Now, let's continue. We said if from the aris, from this vine, there's a little branch sticking out. So let's uh, 
kind of like this, a little, this, this picture's for the next section, but a little, a little thing sticking out like this. What do we say? We said, you've got to use a, let's get the Lash on the Mishnah. You've got to get a Mitutelet. It's a, um, he says, Meaning the only place it's Asur is immediately like if like a plumb line directly underneath. If you drop a plumb line directly underneath, you know what a plumb line is. It's like to, to get straight lines, they get a string. The, the builders would get a string and put a weight at the bottom of it. And then when they'd hold it up, that's how you get vertical lines. Okay, that's what a plumb line is. So they get you get you put a, like a heavy weight at the bottom and tie a string and hold it up and you can see directly what's immediately beneath it. It clearly so, wasn't used in our construction here, but yeah, now they do. I don't know. They use, they, they use they use other things. They've got levels, right? They use those things with the water in it, the bubbles and the uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. They should they should have used it. Saying okay. Okay. Um, let's consider. So it says Tamana Amar Atro Ek Ilu Shepud Shel Matechat There it said it, that what. That you actually should use not a plumb line, but use actually a metal pole, and that would be even more precise because it, it's like a straight. Um, I'll, I'll read it. It says, it says, because that way, if you do it with a vertical pole, like with a like a level, like when we have nowadays with the bubbles inside it, then you get it perfect, exactly, you know, to the millimeter exactly beneath what it is. However. Um, Shimon Barbab Shem Rabbi Yochanan Amakum Shu Nikman or Nikman or Kmo Nikmat. What's that mean? I'll read you Reb Chaim. He says, Svirle Totelet Davke says, No, don't use your precision lasers in this situation. If you're going to use a laser for this type of thing, Davke, you should use this plumb line. Why? Mishum the Kolshikening Motel, the Filum Mitstadim Amakum Shimototelet, Anava Ana. Uh, because here, if you use like a laser or a precision instrument, that will make it immediately underneath it. But a plumb line might sway slightly. And anything within the sway is the region that's going to be asked to plant underneath. So that's why it says, Dafka use this mutuotella and don't use like a, a laser or, any more, or more precision equipment. Okay. Rav Chama Bar Ukva B'Shem Rebbe Yossi Barachanina says, Takata Eshkolot Asur Umakadesh Takata Alim Lo. Now we said that if you, the, so the machloket here is um, under what parts is it going to be asur, or I should say, if you plant underneath it. According to his understanding, it's only if it's under the actual clusters of grapes themselves, but the leaves wouldn't be a problem. However, Amber Rabiosi, Rabiosi says, Afilu Tachatalam, even in, underneath the leaves themselves, would asur makadash. Okay, that's the machloket there. Um, now, it's just very impractical. That. Sorry? Very impractical because you're going to come tomorrow and the vine is going to be have grown. It's going to be longer. It's going to be growing over what you planted underneath. Um, well, the, that, that's the so the question is if you're coming to a din now, it's not again. You correct. You might want to take a preventative action that will stop it being a problem. But let's say let's say you get to a situation where it's been planted in that way, and it's now the question is at this very moment, is it us or not? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the question. I'll just, do, just read your Reb Chaim here. She says, meaning the, when it comes to Shita that said leaves is not a problem, because that's not Ikara Gefen. It's still Asur to plant underneath it. Okay, that might answer your question. The question is, is Makadesh. Mm -hmm. And just you're not allowed to plant underneath the Perach, these branches that are shooting out. So in other words, you have to remember, the fact that it's not, um, it does, it's not Makadesh, it might still be Asur. 
Um, so it says, it says, You have to remember that this is assuming we're not within six tfachim from the geffen itself. We must be dealing with a branch that has gone like a, a meter away or more yep. than a half a meter away from the thing. That's what we're dealing with. Because if it's anything within six tfachim of the geffen, there's nothing to talk about. Of course, it's us. That's about the care. And if you're talking about a vineyard, it's also us. Okay. Hadran Alach, we say, Ezu Aris, Hadran Alach, Ezu Aris, Hadran Alach, Ezu Aris. Let's look at the next case. This is Hamabrichet Agefen Ba'aretz. What's this talking about? On one way of propagating vines, meaning increasing the number of vines in the fields, is you simply take, there's a lot of ways you can plant a seed, you can graft, but one way they used to do is to take a branch that's grown, they'd take it and they'd sink it in the ground and make it come out at a later point. And then that would actually grow into another vine. And eventually they'd cut it off and they'd have another separate vine. So he was saying, like you see in the picture, we've taken the branch here, we've draw, taken it through the ground, brought it up a bit, and it's going to start growing another vine there. Um, fine. So it says, What that means is the, the branch that is under the ground, can you plant over the top of it? So the, the Mishnah says, you cannot plant over the top of it unless it is sunk under the ground at a depth of six, uh, a depth of three tfachim. Even if you take it and tunnel it through a pipework, either made of pumpkin or made of silon is like pipework made of, um, made of earthenware. Now, why is that? That is because roots can penetrate those materials. Okay, so therefore, even if you, if you, even if you uh, pipe it through that, it doesn't work. However, bricha basella, if, however, you took it through, say, rock face, in, in a way that uh, that it won't that it won't penetrate it, the roots from the from the weed above can't go through it. it says even if there's hardly any soil above it, even if it's just three atzpaot, there's no problem. Now, next case, so here is here when you take a geffen and you sink it right back into the ground, so the major roots are over here to the right. And you bring it out another at another point. Now, importantly, here we'll see in the Gemara is your arkuba, your knee if joint, if you like, the part that's bent back in is actually is buried under the ground. That's going to be important for later on. We'll see in the Gemara this tomorrow. Uh, however, where do you measure the sixth fachim from? Do you measure from where its roots started, or do you measure where it's come out? And the answer is you measure it from the ikarasheni, from where it's coming out. That's where that's where you have to leave the sixth fachim gap. But again, you'd be able to plant, say, over here or over here, uh, a past six fachim, or even over here, you'd be able to plant, provided that, again, you're not planting directly above the roots and there's less than, and, and there's um, all, all there is three fachim gap. Now, let's read the Gemara. We said in this case, you're not allowed to plant directly above those, that, that, that branch of the vine that's sent under the ground if there's less than three fachim, but right to the next, next to it. Like a millimeters to the next of next to the side of it, you would be able to. So, question is then: firstly, what's the isur? And then, why is it? If, if as soon as we determine what the isur is, does that make sense to understand why I'd be able to plant right next to that that branch that's going through the ground? If it's because what's happening, mishum zraim ba'ilan, meaning it is here. Rab Chaim says mishum jesharashim, the roots of the zera. Is mitpashtim that go down and ichnasim that go in tight and then meet the zmora, meaning that branch of the vine. The asimishum harkava, and the issue is one of harkava of grafting, as we said. That's we said that's a problem before of zera beilan. It says lamali gefen. Why am I mentioning a gefen? 
I don't have to mention the geffen. I can mention any plant. I can take an apple tree or uh, maybe that's not practical, practical or a, a fig tree, for example. Um, or mishum, av, uh, a, and however, imishum avoda, if however we treat the, vi- the branch as being like the vine itself, and I've got a problem of avodata kerem, then nishisha, then three tfachim shouldn't be enough, it should be six tfachim. So we say, elak rabbi kiva, but you've forgotten, it says, maybe it's like rabbi kiva, the rabbi kiva says avodata kerem is only three tfachim. So it says, the rabbi kiva, amar shlosha. So we say, in rabbi akiva, if the, if the problem's like rabbi akiva, filu minat sad, nishlosh. Then if the issue is Avodat kerem, why is it on the Asr immediately above the vine, the, 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 the branch that's going under the ground, and not Asr to the sides? Because if it's Avodat kerem, then it's anything within, the, uh, within, within a radius of this vine. It should be even to the sides would be a problem. So in other words, at this point, we see that if it's Tamun Ba'aretz, as soon as the branch is in the ground, we don't have a problem of Avodat. Uh, uh, you don't have to worry about Avodat. So then, so what's the din? How do we understand this? So Rabbi Shmaus, Mishum Rabbi Chia says it's not because of grafting. It's not because of, um, because of Avodat Kerem. Rather, he says, Mishum Zraim Al Gabe Gefer. It's as if you're now Mesachech, if you're taking your, your wheat and making it, putting it over on top of a Gefer, which technically it is. You've got wheat above a Gefer. And the point is that if it's less than three tfachim from the ground, then it's no longer considered under the ground. It's considered if it's like a galui, it's if it's on the ground, and you're now you're mesachech, you're placing your, your wheat over and above on top of the vine. Whereas where if it is three, three tfachim, then we say that it is not a problem. Then, then again, it's like if it's buried, it's not considered mesachech. And that's why specifically, it's only if it's above it, because the din of mesachech is if it's directly above. So either... We've seen previously in the first case in the Mishnah, oh, sorry, in the, in the beginning of our uh, Tashir today, vines on top of wheat. He was saying wheat on top of vines. Let's continue. When it comes to, um, this, is, uh, this is in uh, Bava Batra. There's certain activities you have to limit what you're doing in the field. You have to make sure that you don't plant or you don't plow or you, people don't urinate close to the Kotel three Tfachim. So in other words, the concern is even not just vertically when it comes to Zra'im, but even horizontally as well. So Rabbi Yirmiya Amar, uh, it says, Amar, Rabbi Yirmiya, sorry, Amar, Rabbi Amar Rabbi Chama Bara Ukva. Max, she says, Here you said there's no problem. You didn't worry about, you said, as long as you don't plant directly above it, you plant it to the side, it's okay. Mashma, you don't, you, we don't worry about the roots going sideways. Here, clearly by the wall, you are concerned because you're saying within three tfachim of the wall, it's going to be problematic. You're going to compromise the wall itself. So Amr Rabbi Yossi, because the assumption is all these activities would, would destroy or affect the wall. So Amr Rabbi Yossi, kan vekan says, no, that's not the case. Both cases, we're not concerned about the roots going sidewards. If you plant it within three tfachim, granted, it's not going to impact the wall, but it's still going to loosen the soil, which is going to compromise the foundations of the wall itself. It says, As he said, it's going to compromise the uh, structure of the wall. Um, fine. Let's say Gemara continues. Let's and I said you know and I, I can prove to you that's the case. The, that the issue is the the um, the soil and not the fact that things go will go horizontally and hit and affect the and, and impact the wall directly. Why It says what's what are other things mentioned there? It's urinating. Meraglaim. Well, meraglaim. Mahalchim. That's sad. Meraglaim. When it hits the ground, something's going to shoot sideways. 
No. So and simply hatev rav rav barbun baatanina and it says hamachresha. Also, the plow, you're plowing, it's affecting the soul. You're, you're, you're literally impacting that which is directly beneath you. And it's not hitting the wall. So therefore, it must be an issue, an inyan or a problem of affecting the, the soil itself that's around the wall. And that's why you can, that, that brings a proof that, again, it's the roots going down, affecting the soil directly there. And not we're not concerned about it going sidewards when it comes to these um, planting wheat there. Okay, that's a shirtay. Mitzvah Shem will pick up tomorrow with uh, a bit more of this case of this Arukuba, which uh, which explain why I explained the mission of the way I did. Okay, have a good day, everyone. Uh, good day. <laughs>